Hey guys, it's Matt, and I wanted to tell you about an exciting opportunity that we have coming up real soon. You know, are you struggling to find freedom from pornography and other unwanted sexual behaviors? Have you promised to never go back only to find yourself right back in the same place over and over again? Are you wondering if there's ever going to be hope in finding freedom? Well, I want to introduce you to Online Freedom Group Coaching. This is a dynamic online coaching group experience that meets weekly for nine weeks. It's a chance to connect with other like-minded men in the same journey. It's a chance to grow and mature in your faith as you pursue freedom. It's a chance to get feedback and find community with others that you may not currently have. You know, to find freedom, you can't keep doing things the same way. Trying to stop on your own is probably not working very well. The reason we provide this community is to give a safe place for men to come as they are, to bring their struggles, and to find hope and healing, connection, and freedom. A place of grace, a place of safety, and a place to find freedom. So don't do this alone. If this is something that you're interested in, please reserve your spot today. Spots are limited. You can email us at mgalbraith, G-A-L-B-R-A-I-T-H, 2007, at gmail.com. This starts the end of May, so reserve your spot today. It is for freedom that you have been set free. Welcome to a Cup of Freedom podcast, where we believe that freedom is available. Now, here's your host, Matt Galbraith. Good day, everyone. It's Matt. Welcome to A Cup of Freedom. Thank you so much for joining us today. It's great to be with you. I have my coffee, and I'm ready to go visit with you for a few minutes. I hope you're doing well wherever you're listening from and that you are experiencing the freedom that comes through Jesus Christ. Thank you again for joining us today. Today's episode is called Cleaning House Part 1. Before I get into that, I just want to thank you for your support. Thank you for your comments Thank you for your reviews and ratings. One great way that you can support us is by going onto Apple and leaving a review, but also just uh, following us on any of the, the major platforms. That way, when a new episode comes out, you will be aware of those episodes as they are released. So again, this is your safe place uh, for finding freedom in the area of pornography, unwanted sexual behaviors. But I do want to say that the principles that we talk about, the biblical principles, do apply to other areas of our lives. And so I know that some of you listening to this would say, well, well Matt, I don't really struggle with with this. Um, and so, you know, but I do want to say that a lot of this can, can apply to other areas, other issues that you're struggling with. Okay. So I know we have, we have listeners, we have male, we have female, we have married, we have singled, single. Uh, so... I just want to honor that and speak to you, the listener, because I know that each of you are in a different place in this. So I just want to, I just want to acknowledge that some of you are dealing with this in different ways. And I do believe that each of us, uh, married, single, whatever age, male, female, are dealing with our sexuality in some way. It doesn't mean that we're addicted to pornography or that everyone is, although that is a, a big struggle for a lot of people. But we are all dealing with 
our sexuality in some way. And so the purpose of this podcast is to talk about a subject that has just not been talked about within the church, within the body of Christ, uh, maybe the way that I think it should be talked about, just in my own experience, my own experience within the church, of kind of pushing it under the rug and something that God created, which is good, and within his design has been made to be something that is bad and shameful. And I just want to reclaim this in whatever way that I can. And so maybe you're not struggling with pornography necessarily, but when we talk about this idea of cleaning house, this can apply to your sexuality as well, but also apply to other areas of your life. So what do I mean? I want to jump right in. What do I mean by cleaning house? So, well, I'm going to get into this and, you know, uh, when I say cleaning house, there's there's some things in your life. There are some habits or some thoughts that you are that can be that you're allowing that can be a hindrance to your journey to freedom. And so, as I began my journey, God began to show me and reveal to me some things in my life that I needed to to get rid of, because if I was still allowing them to be there, they were going to be a threat, a hindrance to my long-lasting freedom. Now, I want to I want to kind of get, you know, give you give you the difference between kind of a surface cleaning and more of a deep cleaning. All right? So if if you think about actually cleaning your house, uh, you know, I we when we do our cleaning, you know, a couple times a year we do like a deep cleaning of the house where we don't just like wipe the surfaces, we get down and we like we clean and we scrub like the 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 baseboards and we we scrub things that probably only cleaned twice a year. We're getting down to some deep things. And so this is kind of what I'm talking about. It's it's yes, it's habits, but also it's things that are within us in our thoughts and things like that that also will need to be cleaned and need to be renewed. I'm going to do this uh, in two parts. Today I'm going to deal with a few of the a few of the areas, and then I'm going to do part two later in the week. Uh, in the week, so I want you to understand first of all that having more discipline is not the answer to defeating porn or whatever you're trying to to defeat. Having more discipline is not the answer. Trying harder, having more willpower, is not the answer. However, there are probably things in your life that are tripping you up that are making it more difficult that are making it more difficult for you to find freedom. And so, again, as God began to clean these things out in me and reveal them to me, it's like, well, I, you know, I don't, I don't need that because it's, it's, making, it's, it's making it more difficult for me to find freedom when, I'm, when I have these habits and things in place in my life. So even though we're talking about some external things, really what I want you to see is that as God, the, the transformation is still inside out. God's changed you in your spirit. But yes, we're going to talk more about soul level things. Soul meaning your thoughts, your mind, and then also then in your flesh, which will be behavior. Because the transformation is inside out. As God has already changed you in your spirit, now you're able to, to walk in a new way with your mind and then eventually with your behavior and your habits. All right. So here are a few things. This is what I want to start off with as kind of our centerpiece to to our our topic here. It's Proverbs 4:23. This is where this is all going to be coming from. And it says this in Proverbs 4:23, above all else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it. 
Now, I don't know about you, but I mean, he's making it very clear here. He says, above all else. Those are very inclusive words. Above all else, guard your heart. All right, now what is your heart? Well, your heart is basically the way I see it in this verse. Your heart is the whole person. It's your it's your spirit, soul, mind, and body. All of it. In other words, I'm guarding I'm guarding what's coming in, what I'm allowing in through my eyes or through my mind or whatever. I'm guarding that because if I don't, if I'm allowing this this uh, influence to come in and I'm not guarding my heart, it can influence me and it can impact me and it can affect me. Okay? And so it says, guard your heart for everything you do flows from it. I've talked to you before about the fact that your behavior it's not just your behavior. You're not you're you're not just doing things because you're doing them. You're doing them because ultimately below those behaviors there are belief systems. There are things that you're believing, and there's things that you're thinking, there's things that you're feeling, and you're acting on those in your behavior. So it's all it always goes below. So everything you do flows from the heart. So you need to guard it. So that's where we're going to c- come at this today. All right. So. Um, what are we? So the question then becomes: Is what are we allowing into our hearts? What are we allowing into our minds that are that's not helping us in our in our recovery? That's not helping us to find freedom. Now I want to give you some things to consider. We're going to talk about half of them this week, and then the other half uh, on Friday. So a couple things to consider. Uh, I'm just going to read all of them, and then we're going to go through half today. So number one, un- unprotected devices. Number two, no filter on the internet. Number three, cell phone use. Next one, social media. Next one, TV and media. Next one, YouTube. YouTube gets one all by itself, and we'll go into that later. Uh, Next one is unaccounted for time. And then the last one is community. All right, so today I'm going to talk about the first four. All right, so the first four, the first one is devices. So when when I'm saying devices, I'm talking about all your electronic devices that you're able to access the Internet, phones, tablets, computers, et cetera, all of that. Now, I want you to remember, uh, you know, when I was, I've been, I've been free since 2010. So I was, you know, definitely toward the end of my addiction, I, the Internet was much more prevalent. But when I first started, the Internet really wasn't around and... I had to go looking for pornography. I had to go pursue it. It was much harder to get to it, to get access to it. And that's not the case today. Today, most, and from what I understand, most pornography is viewed through through, through the cell phone. And I didn't have a cell phone for the first, uh, really, I didn't have a cell phone. I think I got my first cell phone actually in 2011. So I was already free from pornography. Uh, you know, after that. So, but I can see, and I, I've even talked with my my clients and people that I work with, and just just uh, with young people and seeing how it affects them. How how if I would have had that when I was 16 years old, when I first started, I, I would it would have been a lot worse. It just would have been so much uh, so much worse. So I'm 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 in a lot of ways thankful to God. But I know that that that, that problem is real out there because really it's unlimited access to it. And if I had if I had unlimited access to it, I didn't have to go searching for porn or going looking for it. It would have been that much worse for me. So, so I want you to to know that that yes, I, I empathize with you and I understand that 
It is so much more difficult now, I believe, because the availability and the accessibility of it is is just right there on your phone. And if you're not protecting yourself, if you're not guarding your heart in this, it can be a deterrent. So what I what I say is that if you are if you have unpro- if you're dealing with a pornography addiction and you have unprotected uh, devices that you're not protecting through through internet filtering then uh, you're it's a disaster waiting to happen in my opinion uh, I, I recommend all of my guys that I work with uh, to put covenant eyes on all their devices and I'll, I'll put a link to covenant eyes I recommend covenant eyes just because I've I've used them I've worked I wor- I've worked with them they are great they're a tremendous uh, nonprofit and they, they just do tremendous work and they are a biblical godly based uh, company and everything that I've seen with them, I have many of the guys that I work with that I'm that I uh, follow through with them through Covenant Eyes, and so I highly recommend them. It's not a fail proof again. Th- again, this is not just this is not the end all end all, but it is a it is a protection. It is a guarding of the heart, if you will. And so I do recommend Covenant Eyes to all that. So if you're interested in that, I will put a link to to that in the description. Uh, so yes, so if you have un, if you have unfiltered devices on phones, tablets, computers, any of that, that can be a deterrent. And so I would encourage you to to look at that, examine that. If that's if if you have, you know, if if you have unlimited access, you're going. It's going to be much more of a deterrent to you, and it's going to trip you up and be a threat as opposed to having the filter on there. The next one is just the internet itself, having unfiltered internet. And I, I'm not an expert on this by any means, but I will also try to link another uh, website that uh, that works with this. And they can do it through, you know, I know there's ways now where you can do it through the router that you buy that will that will uh, allow you to, to cut off uh, certain websites. I know that's also available, just, just the actual router itself will do it. But I'm gonna I'm gonna connect you to to a website. It's actually a website dealing more with more with youth. Uh, it's called Protect Young Eyes. But they have a way on there where you can you can go in and actually go through your go through your your uh, your router and go through your web browser, I believe, also. And there's a there's a way for you to to connect uh, to connect it to that so that it filters out the. The unwanted websites, even just coming in, you know, because some of this, we have to be honest with ourselves. Sometimes it does come at us when we're not looking for it. It comes at us. Uh, we maybe type something in wrong on Google and it pops, something pops up or we're on something else. And it just all of a sudden it get, you know, so we, we have to acknowledge the fact that it does, there's not, it's not always just us looking for it. And then with our kids and with youth, if you're a young person listening to this as well, you know, I realize that as well. It's not just always you looking for it. Sometimes there is the case where you're, where it, it, you type something in wrong or something comes at you and you stumble upon it. And then you're curious and you go down that, go down that path. Um, and so the unfiltered internet, really, if you're dealing with, uh, this, this addiction, I would say would be something that you definitely need to look at with regards to just guarding your heart and, and putting on that precaution. The next one, just cell phone use in general, and I kind of want to go into the the when, where, and how. So you know, this just goes into you know when you're using your cell phone. That can be possibilities of being tripped up. That could be 
uh, you know, you're using it late at night. All right, you're, you know, you're, you're tired, you've had a long day, it's late at night, you're just kind of mindlessly then scrolling through Facebook. That's usually not a good, a good, a good time. That, that can also be a time where you're tempted. All right. Uh, another, another win factor would be uh, you're at work. You know, a lot of this is, you know, you're on a break or you're just, you're at work in general. Now with everything going on with the coronavirus and people working from home, the reports out there are that porn use is up because people are at home. They're more isolated. So they have the availability of it, the accessibility. Now they're home by themselves. And so, you know, that's, that's also a factor. So if you're working from home and you have, you're in isolation, please protect yourself. Please guard your heart in this because it can definitely be more of a roadblock for you to, to go down that path. Maybe it's just being, you know, when you're by yourself, just in general. I mean, it doesn't have to be late at night. You're just, you're by yourself and you're in isolation and that's, that can be a recipe for disaster. The where, the where of it is, well, I'm, I'm, I mean, maybe it's at night when you're in bed, you have your phone next to you at bed and you're just, your temp, your wife maybe has already fallen asleep if you're married and you, you, you pick it up and you're, you, you get on your phone. Um, maybe it's. Uh, you know, when, when you're just, when you're alone in your car or something and you, you end up, you know, using it there. Uh, so the wear factor can be, can be that a lot of it's done in isolation. A lot of it's done where nobody else is around or with you. Okay. Then the how, now the how can be, well, I'm using it to, I'm using the cell phone just to relieve boredom. So this is just kind of that, okay, I'm bored. I have nothing else to do. And so I'm just mindlessly kind of scrolling through Facebook, the internet, whatever it is. And usually, uh, just in my experience, doing that can, can you know, if you're do- using it to relieve boredom, that can be a recipe for disaster. It can be- lead to something else. And so you just have to protect yourself in that. Then then loneliness, just being lonely. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm lonely, so I'm going to get on my cell phone. It makes me feel connected somehow. Um, and... So I, I'm, I'm getting on my cell phone. I'm checking social media or whatever because I want to feel connected. I don't want to feel all by myself. And that can lead down a path. So, so examining the when, where, and how. And we're going to get into some ways of, of dealing with this here in a minute. But I just wanted to kind of make you aware of your cell phone use. Probably this is probably one of the biggest ones just in, in individuals pursuing freedom, especially in today's. In today's uh, world that we're living in, the cell phone is the way that people are living their lives. And so if you're not guarding your heart in this, it can be a trap. And the enemy can use this to trip you up. Um, The last one I want to talk about today is social media. You know, I was talking to a, a marriage counselor recently, and just just we were just talking, and he basically told me that the biggest thing he's seeing now with divorces in marriage, and this is, you know, Christian or non-Christian, is social media. You know, Facebook, Instagram, you know, all of those things that are tripping people up. Uh, And that can look in several different ways. He said, you know, a lot of it has to do with just, you know, kind of living the secret life through social media that gets created you're kind of putting a perception of yourself out there. Then you can do things in secret through social media. You make connections. It could be through old boyfriends or old girlfriends. 
you know, things like that. And so it can just be a real big, huge roadblock. And so I believed him. I mean, he, he basically said social media is probably one of the biggest things he deals with, with people that are getting divorced, whether it be through accessing pornography through social media or just someone getting involved in an emotional affair uh, through that. So, you know, if, if, again, social media, none of these things are bad. I want you to go back and see none of the, okay, the devices are not bad. Phones, tablets, computers are not bad. The internet is not bad. Cell phones are not bad. Social media is not bad. None of those themselves, they're all what we would call amoral. They're not good or bad, but they, it's how they're used. They can be you. They're a tool. They can be used for good. They can be used for the glory of God. They can be used in a positive, encouraging way, or they can be used for bad, for evil. They can be used. uh, Social media, and we see this all the time, social media can be used for for a lot of hatred and a lot of bad, especially when it comes to this issue of sexuality and having sexual integrity. And so if that's something that's tripping you up, then you need to really examine that. And I think many people are unaware of how this affects them. And they're just, you know, I even had a, had a, a guy I was working with recently and he, he was just, I began to ask him about his social media use. And he was like, you know, and I said, you know, do you have some old girlfriends on there and stuff? And he's like, yeah. And are you, are you still connecting with them and communicating with them? And he said, yeah. And it just, I just, I just wanted to, I didn't bring it up to him and to, to shame him. I just, I wanted to make him aware of the fact that these were, these could be detrimental or deterrence to him finding full freedom because he was still communicating with things in the past that could potentially lead him down a road that he didn't want to go. And in fact, in the past had gone down that road sometimes. So, you know, all of this is to say it's it's kind of like the the alcoholic who says I don't want to drink anymore but he's walking by a bar every single day or the alcoholic who says I am done drinking but has alcohol in his home I mean you don't have enough willpower that's why I said earlier having enough discipline is not the answer we don't have enough willpower to say no to it once we've already gone down that path and entered into that, we're we're done. You know, we're, we're done. We're, we we've gone too far, and it doesn't mean that we still can't say no. But it, it's it's our flesh. In our flesh, we can't say no to it. So you know, it's 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 like the person who's wanting to change their eating habits, but there's donuts in front of them every single day. You walk by the donut. You see the donut. You smell the donut. You're envisioning the donut being, you know, you're eating the donut. And then it's like, eventually, if, I don't know about you, but for me, I don't have enough willpower to say no to that. I just don't. And so I think the same thing is true in in this this issue with pornography is like, if I have it around me, if I have the, the temptations and it's not, it's not even looking at porn, that's the thing is like, you know, one of the examples for me was, and I'm going to go into examples now of my, in my own journey was. As, I, as God began the cleaning out process for me, he began to show me, and, and this, is the, this is where this is the no shame, is that God began to reveal this. Yes, I went to counseling. I had, some, I had my counselor who was bringing things up to, to have me look at, but ultimately God was counseling me and teaching me and showing me, Matt, you have things in your life that you're allowing that, 
that uh, are are a detriment to you. So let me just give you a couple examples. One of them was I used to watch TV late at night, and I would even we had a TV in our room. My wife would fall asleep, and I would late night TV typically is not good. Uh, it's got a lot of things that are not appropriate. Now I know that some things are different now with with that, but I would I would always somehow end up finding some show that I shouldn't have been watching. And it wasn't pornography per se, but it was not appropriate. It was not appropriate shows. And so, and it was dishonoring my wife. And so that was one of the things that God began to reveal. Another one was just some of the shows that I was watching. I'm going to get into TV more next time, but just, you know, I I know some of you are going to laugh at this, but this shows how old I am. But, you know, I used to watch the show Baywatch. All right. Some of you don't know it. If you're younger, you may not know it, but Google it, Baywatch, or don't don't Google it. Uh, but anyway, it, but it was a show that seemed harmless enough. It was about a bunch of lifeguards, but these white lifeguards were were uh, basically wearing bikinis and swimsuits, and they were you know uh, big chested women and, and attractive women, and and it was not helping me in my recovery at all. And so God eventually began to say, you know what, Matt, this is not helping you. You can't watch this show. If you want true freedom, you're not going to be able to watch this show and have enough willpower to say no. You're just not going to be able to do it. So don't even go down that path. It's like we have to begin to eliminate some of these things, to give up some of these things. That was another, that was another example. For me, with the, with the computer use, uh, one of the commitments I had to make early on, we actually got rid of Internet access for a period of time. There was a period of time, I know this almost sounds sacrilegious nowadays, but we had to. I, I was so hooked on it. I, we had, we went, I went about three, I want to say three to four months with no internet access for myself as protection. And then once we did bring the internet back in, we brought the computer out to a location that was where everybody could see it. It was actually in our dining room, kitchen area where everyone could see it. You weren't in secret. You weren't in hiding. And then I made a commitment to my wife where, because most of my internet use when I would look at porn before, before my recovery was when she would leave the house. And so I made a covenant with her and made a commitment to her that when she leaves the house, I was not going to be on the computer. I couldn't trust myself at that point, and I hadn't had enough freedom yet, and I, I just I, I wasn't going to allow myself to go down that road. That was a protection. That was a guarding of my heart. Now, eventually, that changed. So I want you to see that initially some of these things are in the – wherever you're at in this process. If you're in the very beginning, you probably need to go hard and go all in on this. If you're in the middle, you need to examine it and see where you're at, see what's working, see what's not working. If you're a little farther along, there's, there may still be some things that you need to adjust and you need to tweak. Uh, the main point is is to be on the offensive with this, to be proactive with it, to not be reactive, to be proactive. All right, so I would say just to follow up on social media. So those were some steps that I put in, but I would say for social media, if it's tempting you, get rid of it. Because you don't have you don't have the ability to say no to it in your in your flesh in your own strength you just don't. Uh, so again, the old girlfriends, boyfriends, private groups um, through Facebook and other things those can be something to think about. If your partner doesn't know about it, your spouse doesn't know about it, it's done in secret. Then I would just be really really leery of that. The other thing I didn't mention with social media, but I wanted to bring up, I just kind of now thought about it, is dating apps. So 
or just apps in general. If you're married, apps in general. If you're single, dating apps. But I, I've just I, this was something I didn't really go through back when I was going through my recovery. But it's something I, I I work with with guys with now is if these certain apps. Kind, I guess they kind of call them hookup apps or whatever. So if that's the case, if those are things that have been detrimental to you, get rid of them. Take them off your phone. Just eliminate them altogether because if you still have them there and you say, oh, well, I still have them. I'm not, I'm not using them. I'm not going to them. It's still, it still could be a temptation. Just get rid of them. Uh, you don't need them. Eliminate that. Guard your heart and get rid of them. So from a practical thing, I want to end because I always go too long, but I want to end with some practical steps for you now. Now, since all this, okay, Matt, that's great. But now how do I, you know, what do I do with this? So I want to start again, as always, with a scripture. Because this is not me telling you what to do. I want, I'm, I'm right there with you in this journey. I want you to hear that. I've, I've gone through it myself. I want you to know whatever you're dealing with, God is with you. God's for you. And if you're a Christian, he's already set you free. So there's no shame. Now we just have to learn how to walk in that freedom. Okay. So here's what I want you to know. Go to God with this. All right. Psalm 139 says this, search me. O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there is any offensive way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. So I want to say two things on this. Number one, you probably already know some habits and things that you have of what I mentioned that you you probably already know without going to God, some things that you probably need to clean up. All right. But there are some other things that God can reveal, like the whole Baywatch thing. I mean, in the yeah, I probably knew it wasn't helping me in my journey, but I didn't really see it as something that that was that bad. I was justifying it, but God began to reveal that to me, and that came through the Holy Spirit. So you go to the Lord and ask him this, ask him to reveal what needs to be cleaned out from the mind standpoint, from from your your, your habit standpoint. Go to him with that, because then it's not somebody telling you what to do. Now, if you if you're going through coaching, if you're going through counseling, and your counselor is bringing up things, then absolutely look at those. But allow the Holy Spirit to speak to you in this, and and I promise he will be faithful in revealing that. Ask him to reveal it, and then also just look at those different four areas and say, you know what, yeah, you know, Matt, I don't have, I don't have uh, filtering on my on my devices. I, my cell phone use is probably not where I want it to be, and it's leading me down the road I don't want to go to. So just allow him. And then the second step I want you to do is to develop some new healthier habits. So part two is what I call soul care. I'm going to do a whole episode on soul care. Uh, But what I mean by this, your soul is is your thoughts, your emotions, your will. It's like your personality. That's your soul. And when you feed your soul with, with godly things, then your cup is full. But when you're filling your soul with ungodly things, your cup is depleted and you're empty. So not only is this just saying no to things that you were doing that you don't want to do anymore, but now you have to replace them. I talk about the word replacement all the time with my coaching clients. You now, it's not just saying no to porn, but what am I going to replace it with? Because I've had some clients who they start, they stopped doing porn, but they, they replaced it with uh, alcohol or something else or gambling or whatever. So it's not just saying no to one one bad habit and going to another bad habit. No, it's now I want to replace it with something that's healthy, that's new, that's that's godly. 
So I want you to consider this week two to three soul-filling things to do to replace these habits. So in other words, now I'm not going to be on my cell phone late at night, so maybe I'm going to read late at night. I don't know. That's just an example. I'm thinking out loud here, okay? Uh, So now I'm not going to be scrolling through my cell phone out of boredom. Maybe I'm going to go for a walk or I'm going to start a workout program. Uh, You know, so think about those things. And maybe for each one, each one of those four, think of something you could do instead to replace. Okay, two to three. I don't want you. I don't want to overwhelm you. Don't do too much. But two to three soul filling things you can do that will fill your cup. And that will replace you. And so I was looking at pornography during this time. Now I'm doing this. All right. And then number three, practical step is make it a commitment. Actually write out a commitment for each one of these. So for example, the commitment on devices could be, I will not have, uh, I will not have unprotected um, access to my devices. That's my commitment. Or the commitment could be, I will put covenant eyes on my devices. Uh, For me, the commitment was, uh, early on again, was with the internet access, was I will not be on the computer while my wife is not home. That was my commitment. I told her. I wrote it down. I shared it with my counselor. I shared it with my support group. And that was my commitment. So for each one, Write out at least one commitment. Maybe you need more on the cell phone use and social media. Maybe for cell phone use is I will not have my phone by my bed at night. Or it could be I will I will read in bed at night instead of surfing through social media. Whatever that is, go pray about it, go to the Lord with it, and then seek it. And then I would say to you, share it with your support team. Share it with your support team because... You know, any plan is great, but you need to have people in your life that are helping you, supporting you, and are building into you and encouraging you along the way. All right, so I want to just kind of wrap up and say you must go on the offensive with this. So much of my, my trying to find freedom was I was so reactionary instead of playing offense. I'm a coach, and so here I was. I knew how to coach my players, how to win. But yet in this area of my life, I was failing because I was so much more on the defensive Instead of <coughs> instead of the offense. And so you must go on the offensive. You must become more proactive. Okay? And, and doing that, that can help you a long way. Ask this, I want to end with this question. What is making it easier for you to act out? Think about your last time that you did. There was probably something in place that made it easier for you. Was it unlimited access to the internet? Was it cell phone use in when you were alone? Whatever that is, think about that and then say, what do I need to change about that? Because if it's making it so easy for me to act out in that, I've got to do something different. I can't keep doing the same things over and over again and expect different results. So I hope that helps you. Um, Thank you again for listening. I'm going to go over the next four, the next uh, session, next time. Again, if you would like more uh, one-on-one intentional help with this, uh, this is what I do. I work with with guys every week through one-on-one coaching and mentoring to help them through. I can work with you on this to develop a plan for you that's personal for you as well. And so if you would like that to, to pursue that, 
reach out to me. Uh, there is a financial investment involved with that, but reach out. You can email me at mgalbraith, G-A-L-B-R-A-I-T-H, 2007 at gmail.com. And just put in the subject line, coaching and mentoring, and I will reach out to you. Thank you again for your support. If you would like to support the podcast, we'll include a link for that as well. We would love your financial support, as well as just any prayers and comments and questions you have for us. Please just email us. Thank you again. You can find out more about us uh, on our Facebook page at facebook.com backslash take the journey to freedom. Facebook.com backslash take the journey to freedom. Have a great day. And as we say here on the cup of freedom, come as you are and find freedom. Mm -hmm.